This is Sandcast Beach Volleyball with the champs, Triborn and Trevor Crab. Winners back. of the Manhattan We're Beach back. Open. Champs on the pier. Trevor for a second time. <laughs> second time, back to back. Whiskey with the crabs. Cheers, Cheers, for that. Cheers yeah. boys. A little Japanese whiskey with the crabs. Mm-hmm. Straight from Tokyo, right? Straight from Tokyo. Straight from Tokyo. Out of the rainforest. I'm going uh, Kona Seltz first, giving the sponsor some love. Try had this before you played Manhattan. Exactly. So I'm going to win Chicago now. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I will not guarantee it. But But hell of a weekend from you two. It was uh, was awesome to watch. Thank you, brother. It was nuts. How was it? Second time around. I mean, Second time around, it was. I think it was. It was just as sweet, just because uh, it was his first time winning. So you know, yeah. when you when you get to experience, it's almost like I got to experience that again. Um, having your partner win it for the first time, um, so it kind of felt like the first time. Plus, it was it was ours as a team. You know, our first one as a team. Um, so it still felt like something new. Yeah. It didn't feel right last time. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> He just didn't feel right, and he felt motivated to run it back. <laughs> now I got to get a... It's funny, Reed actually texted me after and congratulated me, and then he said, uh, he said I, should, I should play next year with my brother for the Triple Crown. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we'll have to do a little one-off with Bug and freaking... That's a fair point. Back-to-back-to-back to back to back with three different partners? I don't think it's ever been done. I don't think so. I was looking Wait, at... has it ever been done with two different partners? Yeah, Phil did it. Oh, Phil. Oh, you've already checked. Yeah, I've already checked. No, me and Rosie <laughs> talked about it because Rosie did it, but his second one was when it wasn't uh, It was like when it was tournament. big court, old school scoring, right? Yeah, and it wasn't, and it's not on BVB, yeah. so it doesn't does really count. <laughs> right. It's not and, on BVB. Does did it really and, happen? Uh, Aaron Watfogel won it. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. 2010, and then 2009 he won it with Jake. All right. So. And they played. Who did they play in that weird one? Like Dana Camacho yeah, in the finals. Nobody was nobody good was playing. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember. So last time we had you on the podcast, Trev, was after your last Manhattan win, I think. And um, so I went back through it, and you said uh, you were, like, in Chicago with Casey. And you were like, I almost wish it didn't happen because, like, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> like, it doesn't get a whole lot better. And, and then you said, now we just got to rack them up, tally them up. But winning would try, like, getting your second one. It's, it looks like it was kind of the same. Yeah. That no. same high as it was the first time around. Oh, for sure. I think uh, I might have overstated that. But, yeah, I think <laughs> especially the Manhattan tournament, like, if, I mean, just picturing myself winning that even in the future again, I think it's going to be just as sweet as well, um, yeah. no matter how many you have, uh, just because it's so special to, to, to be able to do. Um, there's just so much history behind it. Um, but, I mean, even our, our Porsche Cup in Long Beach last year, that was our first win together, and that felt just as good as well. Yeah. Um, so. We've only won two, (laughs) and he guaranteed both of them. Guaranteed them both. (laughs) That's some good foresight. Why why guarantee this one? Uh, I was kind of thinking of doing that again, you know, this year or sometime this year, and uh, just wanted to see how Atlanta played out before I threw out the guarantee. You can feel momentum sometimes. I thought it was a well-timed guarantee beforehand. I was like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. but I was also, when I heard it, I was like, 
Like we're playing good. Makes sense. Like we played really well in Atlanta, but then yeah. just let the let teams back into it every yeah. time. So yeah. I was like, okay, if we just play the way we're playing, don't let them back in. It felt like it was gonna crack, you know. Yeah. And then it did. And then it did. And that's yeah, that's definitely the one you'd want to guarantee, right? Yeah, right. And want to win more than anyone. So that just that just added special. Yeah. <laughs> it's He's, also like a pretty baller thing to do that no one's ever done. Yeah. I don't, I don't I mean, has anyone ever even guaranteed a victory? I don't think so in, not in, in our sport. I mean, not yeah. Much less Much less backed it up twice. twice. And one of them's Manhattan. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> it's kinda crazy. The new Hovland right here. And especially like this one I feel like was almost not easier to guarantee because obviously guaranteeing a win is a hard thing to do. But the Porsche Cup, like Phil and Nick were looking as unbeatable as a team as you could get oh, yeah, heading into played. the Porsche Cup. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, guarantee it. They, they, they were playing awesome. And then obviously um, we thought that they were going to be in this one too. Um, I think I threw out the the guarantee before, you know, Phil pulled out. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, obviously it helps when it makes the tournament a little easier when Phil is not playing just standard you know but uh, <laughs> um but yeah i mean obviously it, like i wish it would have been nice to go through them again um but hopefully we just take it uh we get to play them in chicago and take them down in chicago and win the tournament there yeah it's a cool thing about chicago is like people you know people are talking about phil and jake being on the way out and whatnot but like you know they both want chicago mm-hmm. you know like maybe manhattan like phil obviously mentally wasn't able to be in Man- Manhattan, and if he showed up, he wouldn't have been himself. Atlanta, yeah. you could tell he wasn't himself because of what's going on behind the scenes. But like, you know these guys are both showing up and trying to go out on top. Yeah. Trying, like, because you retire on top, that's pretty freaking baller. Mm-hmm. And it's our objective to not let them do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, and we have that little chip on our shoulders from them beating us out on the uh, Tokyo qualifying. You yeah. Know? yeah. So we get to prove them wrong. It's it's time someone sends the old guys home. <laughs> They've been around Dude, so long. Exactly. Maybe you get Ricardo and Hayden. Oh Dude, my god! Average Crazy. age of seventy three. Making the and they, they the should have made the semis. <laughs> they had I think twenty sixteen freeze and uh, let Andy and Billy come back. Right. So yeah, those, it's pretty amazing that that they're even at that level still at that age. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And Hayden especially, because the last couple tournaments that I've played where Hayden's been in it, he's had to pull out after one match. He did it in, <laughs> in Tennessee, his calf was acting up, and then in uh, in Atlantic City. Um, uh. Him and Bill, they lost their first round, and, and Bill had, he's done for the year because uh, of his back. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, and then Hayden, his calf was acting up, so they pulled out of Atlantic City, and I was like, I don't know if we'll see Hayden, like, Perform a Navy P, and then he was standard hiding again. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. Away. I saw. I was looking at the stats list, and like Ricardo got most of the serves. Yeah, like people still don't want to go. Still, people him. won't serve that guy. Yeah, <laughs> just nobody just wants to be sliced and diced apart. Yeah, by yeah. pure shots. <laughs> it's still an old man's game right now. <laughs> it is. That's kind of the beauty of it, though. You know, like. Once you start putting your time in on beach volleyball, it's like, all right, no one's going to just step out here and start dominating. I mean, maybe, you know, people are going to try. Taylor Sanders coming out now. Yeah. Um, and he's a freak indoors. But 
it's kind of nice that indoor guys can't just be like, yeah, I'm going to go try that and be like as big and dominant as they are, yeah. you know? It's nice, like, all right, well, you got to learn the, the old man game first. Yeah, especially since Taylor's not huge. Mm-hmm. He's only, Taylor's, what, 6'4"? 6'4", six, four? Six, four, six, yeah. He's about our height, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I guess a little shorter, but yeah. So it's not like it, it's a Terran But he jumps like coming out. 12 inches higher than both of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, yeah, true. Um, but, I don't know. We'll see. Dude, it was, uh, speaking of jumping out, it was really fun watching your semifinal with Mikel. And oh. every every time you get oh, a bike, you that, that was a 45-inch vertical right there. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you're so high. Nipples above the like, Yeah, I mean, nose, maybe. But if I'm lucky, but. I was loving he's it. He's my, my ultimate hype man. Yeah, he <laughs> was great. He slapped me in the face and. The, at this during the celebration, you dude, he, no. he gave he me went. a side check pretty hard. I felt like a rib pop out. Bro, maybe. my ribs are so bruised. Oh my god, <laughs> he's got that football mentality. I forget, yeah. like you know, just shoulder <laughs> slap you in the face. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was wild. And it looked like you were having trouble just staying on your feet at the end of that anyway, getting a body check from Mikel. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> no, but you, you sent him to the ground, though. No, but I didn't hit him that hard. I think he kind of, like, wanted to fall on the ground oh. and see <laughs> I was like, damn, Trev and launched I, him. I, like, go to help him up, but he just, like, bounces right back up and then comes at me and, like, <laughs> hits me. I'm like, holy shit. All right. <laughs> holy shit. Does, um, I mean, does, does stuff like that, because you guys have such a fun team around you um, from just like Gabby and Vernie and, and Jose. You know, you guys love Jose and all the passion that he yeah. has and having Mikel in the box. I feel like winning it as a total team effort and not saying that like you and Reed weren't a team, but you were just like kind of thrown together last second, figuring it out. I feel right. like that had to have made it such a more fun experience. Yeah, I think so. I mean, oh, we have an awesome support staff with everyone, like how you were just saying, and just... You know, especially, like, even, like, you know, Jose's daughters are always at our practice, yeah. helping us out every day, shagging balls um, for, like, the last, you know, two and a half years since we've been playing together. Victor's or three, taking three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's it was nice to give them that win, too, you know, um, and let them celebrate that as well. Yeah, we have a, a huge support staff now, and, like, I compare it back to, like, when I had Hayden. Or when I was with Hayden, and I feel yeah. like even, like, the fan base, like, is more on our side. Like, there's yeah. a lot more energy and people wanting us to make it happen and whatnot. Like, with Hayden, it was, like, me, Gabby, Hayden, Robin, yeah. Mikel, and Evie. It was, like, you know, we had a super tight group, but yeah. now it's, like, we have energy coming from everywhere. Like, yeah, Jose's whole, all his kids are yeah. <laughs> in practice every day. And, um, no, it was, it was rad. I mean, the way I saw it last time was, like, Trevor just went up there alone and was just like, I'm going to be the first of all of us Hawaiians <laughs> yeah. to get on the pier. Suck it. <laughs> I knew that's what he was sorry, actually thinking. He's like, first one on the pier. Sorry, bud. <laughs> now it's like, all right, now we can go together. Yeah. Um, and it is cool. Like, I mean, two Hawaiians since Stein and Lambo probably, I don't think they got on the pier or did they? I think they uh, might have. I think they did. Yeah. Yeah. So like, a, f- Together, a full Hawaii yeah. team to like yeah. get on the pier from the baby court, like that's pretty cool. It's impressive. My uh, my older brother, who is now just like the biggest beach volley enthusiast in the world, <laughs> um, 
he was like, so wait, he's from Hawaii? And he's from Hawaii? And he's from Hawaii, too? And I was like, <laughs> and you should see the indoor team. <laughs> well, but the funny thing is, you can't even say Hawaii. Because you can bring that all the way down to Outrigger. To just yeah. a little map dot. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> On a map dot. Yeah. <laughs> Not Hawaii, just... Yeah. He's from Oahu. Outrigger Canoe Club? Yeah. He's from Outrigger Canoe Club? Yeah. He's from Outrigger? It's nuts. It's crazy. It's really cool. Like, um, what do you call it? Per capita? It's like yeah. the richest volleyball, what do you call it, place in the world. Yeah. And it's not even close either. Oh, yeah. Right. Like people would probably assume Southern California, but most of the people in Southern California are transplants. Not, right. How exactly. many Southern California pros do we have, like top? Not a ton. I mean, everyone lives here now, obviously, but from native here? from here, there's, there's not many. I mean, now that Taylor Sanders coming out, he's from Huntington. but Okay, but he's not even on tour yet. Yeah, David Lee. Casey Patterson. He's from he's the from Valley. North. Oh, yeah, okay. I think he grew up he's in the Valley, right. yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hayden? Exactly. No, Hayden's from... He's from Pensacola. Well, San Diego. Um, Actually, yeah. So he he was born in Pensacola, then moved to, like, San Diego. Yeah. Or yeah. But not a lot. I mean, Actually, most, no, mostly yeah. transplants. I forget Hayden's. <laughs> yeah, Hayden. Casey and, I guess, Chase are the only guys in... Like the top yeah, five. Yeah, Chase is from San Diego. Top five or six teams. Yeah. So two out of the top 12 players are from here. Yeah. It's and crazy that so many of the top are, are now from Oahu, <laughs> from Outrigger. You look at like Brazil, right? Brazil, not, there's like, not that many people are like just from Rio, right? Right. I think like Evandro and. Yeah, they're, they're from Alvaro all over. Or something are from Rio. And then, yeah, they're from all over the place. Yeah. You mentioned uh, that you you had the crowd. It was fun having the crowd with you guys. And in yeah. the semifinals, like I was telling you guys earlier, when Schuerman was like, who's cheering for Cayman Theo? And it was kind of like you know polite golf clap. And then the place went nuts for you two. Um, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think that beach volleyball is just like latched onto you guys? Especially since like you love being the villain. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I think it's just that. Well, first of all, we put in our time, right? So like, yeah. I think people have, been able to grow with us a bit like even if early on when they're watching the sport is like oh it tries you know just this high energy kid whatever like, yeah you know getting in the face of all the big guys and they're mm-hmm. beating him down whatever and trevor's just running his mouth at all times yeah they've kind of seen our progression and all the crap we've gone through and the highs and lows and whatnot um so they probably just you know i, I feel like the fans have kind of grown with us in that sense yeah yeah and like I mean, I've heard from a lot of different people that, um, you know, they were like the most exciting team to watch, which is pretty cool to hear. Um, you know, there's just because I feel like maybe it's just the split blocking, you know, the option balls. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not, there, there are a lot of boring teams out there. You hear that a lot, um, in beach volleyball, but it's nice to be, you know, to be called one of the most exciting teams. And that's kind of what you know, what the sport needs is more excitement and to bring yeah. more viewers to the sport. Um, so we're glad we can kind of hold that to ourselves and keep it going. Yeah. And I think that that kind of speaks just to the power of it. You guys have so much more than just volleyball mm. going on. Like, obviously, your story is kind of insane. Right. Um, but then you also bring this other 
kind of mindset where like you guys are talking the whole time and in such different ways. Yeah. You know, like you were like, your vibes couldn't have been any more different. Like you were like white mamba, like so intense and just yapping the, the whole time. Howling mamba. <laughs> <The howling> mamba. <laughs> and then, I mean, you've been kind of the biggest, the best trash talker on the AVP for a while now. And yeah. people want to watch because you're bringing something more than just like a side out and a line shot or whatever. Like now it's like, well, what's going to happen in between points? Right. You know, what's he going to pa- call Paul Ottman this point? <laughs> you know? well, I think it's like being willing to, because I mean, earlier on in my career, I was very, you know, like, like indoor guy. You yeah. Know, be proper and all this crap. Um, but like just being willing to put yourself out there more. I mean, even doing stuff like this, podcasting. Yeah. You learn how to just be comfortable and be yourself in front of crowds or on a microphone or whatever that's kind of an art too that you have to learn on the court and how to like engage the fans but not distract yourself I think some people early on they get all nuts like oh I'm gonna make the fans love me and do all this weird stuff and then fully distract themselves from like actually playing well yeah and we've kind of gotten closer to mastering that skill of involving the crowd being ourselves but then also just absolutely being in the zone at the same time yeah and that's just a veteran thing, I think. Yeah. And I know that you used to, it, it felt like it used to kind of bug you that Casey Patterson would do that so well. He'd be dancing and he'd be getting wild cards from it. But I feel like he's but mastered that art. Too. Yeah. I, I was also like, this guy's getting all the fans to cheer for him. He's pissing me off. He's, you know, <laughs> doing all this crap. And I for sure stole tried to steal a page out of his book I don't, I don't think I'm going to be dancing anytime soon yeah. <laughs> if I was good at dancing maybe I don't know but uh, no I definitely like have noticed that and observed it like okay Casey's got something going on yeah. he keeps getting these freaking wild cards everyone wants to see him play and right. he's getting wild cards and yeah so no I've definitely learned from other people and seen Trev do it I was like alright they're embracing that he's talking Yeah, I'm going to do it in my own way yeah, for me it's all like pick and choose. Who am I talking to? When am I talking to them? And I know I have Trevor, so like right. if they don't like talking shit, I'm like Trevor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I do. Sick like, someone your starts turn. talking, I'm like Trevor, he's talking shit. Yeah. He wants to play your game. Perfect. Yeah. Him talking shit is not his game versus you're not talking shit, and I need you to be talking shit because you play better and he plays worse. Let's go. Yeah, and then when I start talking shit, it like feels the fire underneath try a little bit. Yeah. To you know to boost his game, just to, yeah. his energy level, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's 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 huge for us. Yeah. And then you get against some teams where it's like you're not going to get in their head. You're not going to get in our head. You're not going to get in their head. It's just straight volley. Yeah. And that's like where you'll see a different dynamic come out. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like. We can talk all we want, but like we're all gonna ball here. Right. We just need to figure it out. Yeah, I remember Adrian when we had him on because Adrian is obviously no stranger to trash talk. Yeah, he likes talking. And he was saying that the first like five times he played Hayden, he was like, I tried talking trash and I tried talking trash, and then I kept getting my ass kicked. And oh, yeah. he was like, I had to stop because it, w- it was making me worse and making him better. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so you learn to pick your spots. Yeah, I'd say that all the veterans, you know, the Nick, Phil. Jake, Taylor, like, you're not you're not gonna like get in their heads and make them play worse. Yeah, you can do it. Like, he can do it to get him, bring himself up. Right. Um, but then below that, it's like sometimes you can play with emotions to help you. Yeah. I'm curious in the so in the semifinals. We were kind of talking about it earlier, but so you guys switched down 
16-12, second set. Your Manhattan Beach Open is five points away from being over. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a discussion at midcourt. <laughs> and I was curious because it was like a full-on, like, it, you guys didn't just, like, cross under the net and say a couple of things. Like, it was a full-on, like, four-player meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I was and surprised. Then, uh, I was, and then we kind of stayed on this, their side for a little, <laughs> yeah. uh, a few seconds longer. But they came under quick, and we're like, oh, up talking, and I don't know. You can tell them. You can tell. I mean, story. I don't exact. I don't. I forget exactly what was said, but it was just like, I think I don't. They know. They basically was, got really confident. Like we're up sixteen twelve. We won the first, and and you know we're always talking. So like they're like these guys deserve to hear it. Yeah. Which, sure, we do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But they said it too soon. And then I, th- I think I might have said something along, so, along the lines of, uh, you guys are about to crack. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You know, because of this or something. Or it's coming. And then... Exactly. The next point is when the madness started. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor said it, like, you guys are going to crack or something. And, I, and then I was reiterating, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. And then, block. And then it was just block block yeah whatever whatever you know so that was nice <laughs> and and that's <laughs> and it was crazy to watch because and i was watching with uh your father-in-law and he's mm-hmm. like he's like what, what do you do here I'm like it looks like tries got to figure it out I, like, I don't really know what you call because like after the first time you block someone you might have a kind of a feel for what their tendency is on the second time but then after that like after the third time you really have no idea what the guy's about to do like, no one knows what the troubleshooting pattern after ball three is. Yeah, I mean, it's more, I think it's just being confident in your call. Yeah. So, like, now I'm making calls, I'm like, yeah, that's the right call. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck I put in my hands. <laughs> right. But I'm, but I'm confident in it, which makes me on the attack. And then as a hitter, you're like, okay, you know, you're overthinking it, and you're now kind of on the defense as yeah. weird as it is because you have the ball in your possession. Um, but that's kind of what happened was just, like, now I'm really confident in my calls, and it was all ball one, ball like simple right. one and twos. But but Trevor knew I was green light to just grabbing it. Yeah, like you were taking the shot. Yeah, I was, I was pretty much taking shot, and he was taking <laughs> swing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for those seven points in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty epic run. Yeah, <laughs> good time for a seven zero run. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Just one of those moments. And then, and then the good thing one. is we just, you know, obviously the momentum game, we carried that on to the third set and just, actually, I think they started up four to, like, I think they started yeah, they up maybe up four there. to one in, yeah. the first set, in the third set. And then that's when we kind of tapped into it again and went on that another run in the third set. So. I think that's why I was so intense because I felt that click yeah. in the semi and I was like, okay. Now I gotta bring it to the third set. Yeah. And then I did it. And I was like, okay, now I gotta maintain it right. into the final. Okay, I have it. First set. Okay. Second set. Like I'm not losing it. You know, that's why yeah. I was just like so it's like I just gotta stay here. Yeah. For a little longer. <laughs> just hang <laughs> on. Don't leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Because I think that's okay. one of the toughest things is you win the second set, but you didn't win the match yet. Right. What was the discussion like in the box? Like, all right, we have all this momentum. How do we keep this going? I like that there wasn't there wasn't any like celebration of it. Yeah. Because Atlanta, we let people back in, let people back in. Mm-hmm. Third set, third set. So like all our practice the whole week before was when we get to that moment, 
we got to push through it. We can't, you know, so there was no, like, that ease of, like, oh, we have a lead. Or, well, yeah, yeah and in, the th in our losses in Atlanta, in those three, two matches where we went to three, we, it was, like, neck and neck in the third set till about, like, eight all, and then we kind of shit the bed in those last few points. And that was, like, kind of turned that, you know, flipped it around. And I think it was, like, 8-all or 9-all against Cam and Theo. And we scored, like, another four in a row from then on. Yeah. Um, so once you get that, then you're, you know, you feel pretty confident in closing out the, the match. Yeah. And then at that point, you still have one more to go. And this is now your third match of the day in Manhattan Beach Sand. And that's a lot of adrenaline that your body's dealing with. Yeah. I went all in. I was oh, like, man. I don't know if my body's going to keep doing this, but I'm going until I drop. And actually, like, I felt like I had my legs till the end, Yeah, which was kind of surprising. But Yeah, and it looked like you had some legs left. It looked like you were running on. Yeah, towards, <laughs> I think the end of the, towards the second set, the end of the second set, I started to feel a little bit more. Just, like, legs feeling it and back getting a little tight, you know. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, we, we knew that, like, we did not want to go to three in that third set. And yeah. We were going to do anything we could to close that out. Yeah, and we did. Yeah. Dude, you know what's crazy is, so I had my, right, I went to two Manhattan finals, lost to Phil and J Nick and then Casey and Jake, and I had match point. I've talked about it many times. You know, it's haunted mm -hmm. me for years. I bet. And Casey hit the low angle when Hayden, we had a miscue, whatever. He hit a low angle from the north side of the pier. Trev comes back with Reed. Casey swings low angle and Trev stuffs it and gets yep. on the pier. So now that's in my head. For like, oh my God, I just had to just drop that right now. And then Trev actually did it from the same side. Yeah, too. same side. Mm -hmm. North side. And then again here, Trevor had a block for oh, match point. But we were on the north side. We were on the north side. We were on the that north side. That was the part <laughs> that was wrong. It squeaked, it squeaked through. But yeah. when he hit, Casey hit that ball, I was like, not again. That was it. <laughs> like, we needed to blow up a low seam to yeah. win Manhattan, and we didn't do it. Yeah. And then somehow we survived it. Casey's on that side, hits a low seam, and I fucking stopped it. I was like, oh, my God. So basically, That's crazy, though. Like, yeah. how many times... Yeah, there's a tendency there. If you're in the Manhattan final low seam, against Casey and he's on the north side, dive low seam. <laughs> that would have haunted me for so much long, like forever. I bet. Did you think about that? I mean, I'm sure there was no space for you to think about the fact that this was now your third Manhattan final and that you had been 0 for 2 and that one of them was against Casey where the match had been in your hands at one point. Uh... A little bit. I mean, I was aware of it, but yeah. it wasn't like a... There was no dialogue in my head about it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was just trying to stay in that place that I found at, at the end of uh, the semifinal. Yeah. So that's all that was going on. Uh, and it ended up coming off very intense. Like, I was talking to the... Doing my YouTube thing with Frito, you know, before, yeah. and just talking to the camera, and I was just, like, very intense. I was like... This isn't a joke. Like, oh, I'm being intense right now. <laughs> but I don't care. Like, I need to win this. Um, but yeah. Going to take a quick commercial break to give a shout out to our number one sponsor. They've been with us since day one, and that is Wilson Volleyball. And guess what? 
We are all stoked to be using the Wilson again. The AVP is back. Atlanta was an incredible event. Manhattan Beach is about to be an incredible event. And then we have Chicago to finish off uh, a short season, but a good one nonetheless. So you need Wilson Volleyballs as well. And use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. And they do have optics back in stock. All right, so reload. Get back into season with Wilson Volleyball using our discount code SANDCAST-20 for the best volleyball in the game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now you blocked Casey. It's crazy. I was looking back and like the last two Manhattans have ended in almost the same way for Casey. Like mirror image where you planted that hand in the seam mm-hmm. two years ago and then Try got it this time. I was like, man, Casey's going to have like a Trevor complex in the Manhattan final. <laughs> well, at least he won. At least he has one. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but pretty awesome weekend for you guys. And now you get to do it again. You got one more mm-hmm. one more event, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And then shutting it down to World Tour finals up in the air. Uh, well, it doesn't look good yeah, for it us. Look we need good. a wild card. So if... If uh, the promoters Dollar. got excited seeing us win Manhattan, yep. maybe uh, they throw us a bone. Maybe if we did a little more dance moves like Casey, <laughs> we'd get in there. But, um, uh, yes, Chicago is the goal. I'm feeling pretty motivated for it. Like, I don't feel like I need to linger too long on this yeah. win. Like We always have it. We can always enjoy looking back on it, but we don't need to linger on it too long. Right. Uh, maybe this weekend. Don't need to go to shellbacks every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <right>. exactly. <laughs> um, but then after that, we have the big one. A lot of pressure. Myrtle yeah, Beach Open. That is the big one. <laughs> Trev won it last I year. Won it last year. Yeah, it's, I mean, Pressure. he won Manhattan I'm going 2019. To defend my title. <laughs> yeah, we got invited to go uh, to the Myrtle Beach Open. That's the one I've been trying to get out to Myrtle for so many years. It's yeah. like a legendary volleyball spot. You know, hearing the A-Rob stories over the years. And yeah. So I'm finally going to go to a fun one. Yeah. Uh, and play with A-Rob, which I'm very nervous about. <laughs> <laughs> Olympics in Manhattan's nothing. Playing with A-Rob in his home tournament, in, I hear Playing with A-Rob worst. in Myrtle. <laughs> Can't yeah. lose. But if you win, you're golden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's basically like your partner calling a guarantee again. Yeah. <laughs> if you lose, you, you lose hard. Yeah. If you win, you win hard. Yeah. Um, but other than that, what? No, that's it, I think. I mean, we'll probably play in some fun stuff. FUDs. Um, I'll be defending my title at FUDs again. I have a wedding. You're not defending FUDs. it anymore. We took it in the spring. Whoa, oh, I don't know about that. that. Wait, you're in that. Cancun or something well, useless? Well, if you win, in the, <laughs> you can't have two. If you win in the fall, you're considered the fall champ. Yeah, right. there's two fuds a year. Yeah, there's, oh, this is BS. the spring one. The one so, that he didn't win is way bigger. Are you guys gonna oh, have? Yeah, a, are you guys right. gonna have the same team? We should. Yeah. Okay, then. Well, it'll all be decided. Then it'll be decided in the yep, fall. Exactly. Oh, you guys are lucky. I got a wedding. <laughs> oh. oh, you guys are scoring. <laughs> I'll let someone else win it. But this is a fun one. Where does that stand on on your oh, all-time, all-time tournaments? Fun okay, list. That's fun. Number yeah. one. Fuds is yeah the most the daddy? fun <laughs> fun tournament I've ever played in. Better than the six man, um, yeah. It's just a great atmosphere. Just you know, the, you got the bars literally like ten feet from center court. That's um, sick. Everyone's it's, just it's awesome. You know, partying and having a good time. A good crowd there. Um, yeah, and plus fours is fun too. Yeah. So. 
Especially when you're setting. Especially when you're setting. <laughs> Dude, I want That's why I <laughs> like it. Otherwise, if I would have had to hit, I just, yeah. It's a whole really different care. weekend. I totally yeah, it's a whole different weekend. <laughs> I just set Taylor two ball, and he just, just hits high hands every, every single time. ball. He loves hitting. Oh, my God. He's ridiculous at it. <laughs> Perfect. I wouldn't but, mind jumping in on a little fours. Maybe a McKibbins. Yeah, McKibbins might be doing something. We've been talking something. about throwing together the high five. The Hawaii Five with a sub, <laughs> one, with one heckler. The Hawaii Five O. If uh, if Madison and Riley can stand at this point, right? Exactly. For Maddie, I feel bad. And Riley had the assist on his ACL. Yeah, Is that what got it was? cleaned up. Oh. It's a little slow recovery. Tough. Uh, but I mean, this is not necessarily the year you want to do it, but it's one of the weak years, you know. Yeah. Everyone plus everyone's saving them. Injury points. All these people claiming injury are like, yeah, I would play, but I can save all my points right. for when we have a full know, season. Which I don't even know what that means at this point. Yeah. Right. What's a full season? I know. Five events? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's crazy to see, like, the men's side, the partner carousel is crazy now for Chicago. Like, every, oh, has people been splitting up? Yeah, so many people are switching. Wow. Um, and Evie was like, why are you switching now? It's like the end of the year. I'm like, well, for people who are just playing AVPs, this is a third of their year. <laughs> Dude, I saw <laughs> this so is their whole year. Troy Fields playing with Miles. Troy's Evans, with right? Miles. But like, because we're training for FIVBs early in the year. Yeah. No AVPs in sight, and Troy and Eric have been out there the entire time. Yeah. With like an all-star coaching staff. Yeah. So I'm like seeing them break up after two. I'm like, dude, putting yeah. a lot of work to let it slide after two. Yeah. If I was giving them advice yeah. but but i know that troy know and miles are following up with two fivbs right after chicago okay yeah. so and troy did say he's finally and miles has FIVB. enough points to to bring him in yeah okay that was some one stars get it. so that makes sense yeah so then Baranek's with avery now okay i don't know where piotr's going but the the trickle down effect is piotr who's piotr with this week piotr was with rafu then he was with miles evans miles. oh yeah yeah who knows if uh, the youngest team in america with Ricardo and Hyde, right. and run it back. So there's a lot of changes. What yeah. about Baumgren and Spear? They haven't won a match all year. Really? <laughs> they they barbecued both. Barbecued both. Ooh, oh, a tough one. That's rough. <laughs> Sorry, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're signed up together, but it um on the women's side there's some changes too. Um, so it's it's crazy to see like. It's literally a third of the season. It's like, well, I guess it kind of makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You got to figure out something that works. Yeah. That's another small draw, too. Yeah. Oh, is it small? 16 yeah. teams. Like Atlanta, right? Atlanta. Yeah, but one of the t- there is one wild card for the Seaside winners. Oh, um, so but still four away. through the... Yeah. In you're f- in that final. Dude, in four days, me and Adam lost two qualifying matches. Oh. We lost the final in Seaside on Sunday... And then flew back and lost in the final qualifying round for Manhattan. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's that's a gut punch. What about Atlanta? Atlanta, Atlanta? we lost second round. Oh, shit. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> I was like, damn. At least Seaside, we made pretty good money. Um, and that's a sick final to play in. Oh, probably, yeah. Right? Seaside's awesome. If FUDS is number one, for, like you would love Seaside. Yeah. Seaside's awesome. I wouldn't mind getting up there one day, but yeah, we it go. overlaps all the time, right? Yeah, that was crazy that they overlapped a Seaside yeah. that was a qualifier with a qualifier. 
Right. Well, didn't make any that. sense. A lot of things didn't make sense. This yeah. Year. I know That's it was tough point. planning with COVID, but I know that a lot of the players were, were pretty pissed about that, like at the qualifier level, because they were like, well, this is going to be like the lightest qualifier ever for Seaside. Yeah, and, and when there's a lack of opportunity. Yeah. I mean, obviously, AVP, you talk to the guys, and it's like they didn't have any choices either. Yeah. Um, they also put it over the King of the Court events, which I just saw Wilco filming the stadium, and it was just the sickest. Sick. Yeah. King of the Court Stadium out in Hamburg? They were Hamburg last weekend, oh, and yeah. then they're in Utrecht. Uh, there's that yeah, the Utrecht weekend. one looks sick. It's that, like, box, straight-up walls. Yeah. It's like a gladiator stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're missing that, too. Yeah. But that's kind of our sport right now. <laughs> it's just events everywhere. Well, wouldn't it make sense if things started making sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what we were saying at the Olympics. We're like, as long as things keep going wrong, we're going to feel fine. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're, we're all going to freak out if something goes right, right all of a sudden. Well, how was it playing with fans again? I mean, those stands were packed from 9 a.m. Yeah. first match, which like is usually Dude, yeah. pretty sparse and Literally. empty. It was yeah. like line to the pier to get into I the stadium. I felt bad for the fans, Yeah, actually, I wish it was a, a bigger problem. venue. Um, but, you know, obviously COVID or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, they kudos to the fans for lining up freaking like early and yeah. stay, staying in line just to get in yeah um which is pretty awesome um just to know that especially in southern california we're gonna we're gonna have that um that fan base but i think the best fan base there is but oh for sure um you know hopefully we'll see next year what happens and uh where the stops are gonna be and yeah Dude, it's I'm, so I'm up excited. in the air now that it's bally's because we don't know what their reach is right like, you know, we saw the P1440 event in Vegas. We're like, okay, well, I guess we're not going back to Vegas. Yeah. That seemed like it did not work out for anyone. Um, but now it's Bally's. Right. Like the casino's back. You know, right. They have a plot of land, probably. And, yeah. and then they're bringing the bedding and all that, which mm-hmm. I've heard is a, it's going to be a slow rollout. It's not going to be like next year, all in. Like, this is... 20 of This is the product. No, but like, <laughs> yeah. this is the product that we're going to have. Yeah. Like, they're going to slow roll into um, turning it into whatever their actual vision is. You know, from what I heard, it seemed like more of like a two to three year plan. Yeah. Than a, next year, like, this is what it Which is. Which makes sense. I mean, we saw 1440 come out of the gate so hot. Yeah, that was hot. And then just like, whoop, candle yeah. went out. So I'd r- much rather like a slow roll, let's figure this out. Right, totally. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How was the how are the fans in Atlanta? It was hard to tell on this stream. They were hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The night matches looked fun. Yeah, the night matches were awesome. I think that's what made the Atlanta yeah. event for sure. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean it was the first time they charged general admission, which I think is a good idea. Um, you have to just um, if you you know want to be want to make more money, and I think every other sport does it. Um, and I think it just depends on, you know, the the fan base on like if you if Manhattan charged, you know, general mission, they <laughs> would have made a shit They'd ton of money. So people would still come, you know. Oh, for sure. Um yeah, but it, I think uh being the first event back plus COVID or whatever, some people are still, you know, um worried about it that, you know, there wasn't as many fans as there could have been in Atlanta. But for sure. um it was still a, it was still a great setup, awesome setup. The night matches were sick. Um, well, definitely we had, looking forward to going back there. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it was a pretty massive stadium in Atlanta. Yeah. And then it was burning hot, and they had AC. Like, on the outer court, they had AC. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, everyone was in one of the courts. You saw the court, right? You didn't go to the... No, I was never at the main venue. So, one of the courts was the court, and then there's, like, maybe, like, five-row bleachers on one side, baking in the sun. Yeah. And then there was a big, like, box tent with a Kona bar and chairs and everything inside a glass window so we were like in an aquarium okay we were like the fish and (laughs) and the people were inside like looking out we could barely see through the glass because the reflection yeah and it was packed in there but like if you were watching on tv be like wow there's literally no one watching yeah and like if you like squinted and looked through you could see everyone in there like cheering and going crazy but you couldn't hear them or barely see them right so like there was people there but they were kind of hiding like on the middle court there was a huge tent, so everyone was in the shade, right? Watching from there, okay. And the stands were empty. Yeah. So it, it wasn't probably as bad as it looked. Like when you saw the night matches, that's that that's looks awesome. Kind of a good. Um, granted, they only had one side people. Yeah. In there, but yeah. First so time. That's so all you need to show in the stream. <laughs> you exactly. show one pack side, and it looks like it's a packed stand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, try. So you've had. A hell of a couple weeks. Sure. Like, what? how's your emotion level right now? Because you went from, like, the crazy high-low, high-low of, like, oh, I'm going to the Olympics. Yeah. And then play super well in the Olympics straight into winning Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. It's, it's just <laughs> weird. Like, it's like, yep, checked off two enormous boxes on my list. Yeah. That I've been going at for a while. But, like, I didn't do it exactly how I wanted for Olympics, you know. It was weird because, like, Trev and I had, I mean, we put in the same amount of work. And then all of a sudden I'm going and he's not. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but then again, it's like, I'm not going to not claim it. Like, right. You know, you have to. And it's just, so it's just weird all around. Um, but then winning Manhattan was like, I definitely felt an internal just like release like I was enjoying that celebration yeah thoroughly um and I didn't even like consciously know that I had that just like tension like god damn it yeah uh and I feel like I I can relax now yeah it's coming back where I'm like no I need Chicago yeah like we're not letting up but I definitely for the first time in a long time been like wow okay I can hang my hat on this right you know but I don't know. It's been, I still, like, I can't really comprehend it. Yet, yeah. To be honest. I bet. It'll take a minute. It's a trip. What's like the, what's the bucket list of volleyball goals looking like right now? So, I mean, in your post-match interview with, uh, with Dane, you immediately were like, we would just put Manhattan. Paris is close. Mm-hmm. So is it like, are you guys already like turning to Paris like right away? I mean, obviously, Obviously not right away, but you know you want to focus on what's at hand here, which is our goal is to win these. Our goal was to win these AVPs. Yeah. Um, and obviously now Chicago is our our main goal, um, but I think we'll kind of figure it out, especially once we see like how the schedule pans out for next year with the new the new FAVP tour and everything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as if everything goes as planned, I mean, the end of I think. The end of next year is when the first qualifying tournaments are usually, I think, right? The end of two years out, right? 
Yeah. So it could possibly be a first qualifying event, um, like a year from now. Jeez, um, that's crazy to think about. But it's yeah. We I think next year it'd be nice to, especially with the revamp of the AVP, if they have you know a lot of more events, I think for sure try and you know win as many of those as possible. Um, go to as many. Like I'm not trying to skip that many AVPs if if they're not. FIB qualifying events, you know, because yeah. there's going to be more money in, in the AVPs and less competition. We just got to figure out how to stay in that top tier. Yeah. Right. However that pans out. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Totally new system, so it's too early to tell right now yeah. with everything. I'm trying not. I'm trying not to think about that. Like, yeah. Work so hard just to get to this point. Like, I'm not going to move on to the next. Oh, right. next four years. Yeah. Like, no, let's just... Hang on One to Manhattan. Yeah. Like, let's, let's chill here for a while and just, like, I mean, with how up and down and crazy this last quad's been, I'm like, I, don't, I might be retired. But I, I literally, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't know what's going to happen next year even, you know? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'll be retired living on a beach, a billionaire, because I <laughs> sold my uh, socks that I invented or something. I don't know. I'm open-minded. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I just don't really want to go there yet. Yeah. Even though it's like obvious, like I could say, like I mean, of course, you see the right. stadium built in front of the Eiffel Tower over there. Come on. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's only three years away, but yeah, just trying to stay here right now. Um, and obviously, Chicago's a big one, but enjoy the off season too. Yeah, playing a fun one. How many years have I been talking about? You've been talking about it for a long time. I gotta book that flight, <laughs> but I am saying I'm going to Myrtle. It'll be good. Yeah, It'll be a fun trip too. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's uh, it's crazy to think like when you guys started this partnership. I feel like it was almost like you were you and John Mayer like weren't quite having the success you wanted, and you were like, "Hey, man, like, you just want to have like speaking of fun ways, like you just want to have some fun, yeah. play this tournament." Did you either of you ever imagine that it would come to this where like you were one of the best teams in the world? You points wise you qualified for the Olympics. Stupid country quotas kept you out. You just won Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were I, both we were both not planning on it, I don't think. Right? Like, like initially. <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't I knew that like if we were both healthy and you know, he was coming back from his um absence with his disease thing and I knew that like right away, yeah, that we weren't gonna be you know, a top team, but I knew, like, if we were both healthy, then the potential was definitely there, Yeah. Um. eventually, um, but it definitely came faster than expected, Yeah. you know, we'd won, like, that three-star right away, then we freaking made the bronze medal match, a point away from getting the bronze and the four-star in Vegas, right. beating, yeah. beating, having to play the gold and silver Olympic medalists in the semis <laughs> yeah. of the bronze game, it's like... Yeah, it came way faster than expected, but now we kind of know that you know there's there's no there's no ceiling to to our you know our game right now where we can still improve and um, yeah. Because if Trev wasn't like on a little bit of a dip, uh, according to his standards, with Mayer at that time, he wouldn't have played with me, obviously. Right. And I was literally. Like, I didn't know if I was going to play Manhattan, but I was like, if I could steal Trevor, I'll play Manhattan. Like, if I right. get one of the top players, 
And then we're like in the car, and I was just like basically heckling. I'm like, dude, you guys aren't going, not doing so well, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm ready, dude. Doctor cleared me. Let's go. And he's like, uh. And then like what? I don't know. Maybe a day later. I don't know. He took a second to think about it. Yeah, I like, think so. All right, I'll do it. I was like, oh shit, he fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck up. <laughs> and then, yeah, like we got better with the AVP. I mean, I thought we'd be good together because we're both good volleyball players. Right. So that's what I was like, yeah, I can do something with Trev for sure. Yeah. But then I was like, well, we play the same side. We're both blocked. It just doesn't make sense. We don't play to each other's strengths. Right. And then we started winning and we won three stars. Like, all right, well, we got to keep going from here. And then we did well in Vegas. Like, all right, well. Yeah. Now we're winning. Now we're number one in Olympic qualification. <laughs> yeah, right. So let's just keep. And can't stop now. And it's way more fun to travel the world with your friend. I mean, yeah. not that you know I wasn't friends before, but it's I mean, different. He's like my dad almost. Yeah. <laughs> right. Friend dad, Uncle Johnny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, was, it is kind of a trip how it kind of fell into place. Because if it was different timing, it wouldn't have worked out. Like Trevor would have been like, "No, I'm gonna pick up whoever it is, like the the right partner." Yeah, the smart choice maybe at that at that time. Yeah, turned out to be the pretty smart choice. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen yeah. to your own. Mayor's retired and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's coaching teams to the finals. Though. So. Yeah, it's good. both of his teams this weekend. Emily and Betsy did great. Which Betsy, six months out of pregnancy, is making Dude, Manhattan's finals. Mind blowing. Yeah. It's crazy. That was wild. So good for them. Yeah. And then Andy has had uh, two career best finishes in a row. Billy, yeah. Billy's a steady, steady guy, just still going at it. Yeah. Same, he's <laughs> like the same player from like five years ago when I was playing with him. Totally. Um, you got to give credit to Andy, though. Like, young PV kid, you know, SC, whatever. He's played well, but he's never had like crazy success. Obviously, he's yeah. athletic and skilled. He was really skilled for a middle. But. I was always like, oh, I mean, anyone can play good when you're really talented. But, like, when you get under the pressure, can you do it? And right. he, you know, did it well. And uh, he's been grinding, first of all, like flying to Florida. You can tell he's like, yeah. he's a lifer. Not flying. <laughs> he drove. Okay, driving. More. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, you can tell the people that are really in it, yeah. like, are, are doing stuff like that. And then he handled against us, like, Trev started yeah. getting in his face a little bit just to test him, and it was funny. Like his soft, he he brought some dialogue back, but it was very like passive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, no, you suck, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> not, that's not a quote, but like it was like you know, yeah. younger guy on tour. He's not trying to open it up too much, but he kept balling. You know, he's playing well yeah. under the pressure. And then this week, you see him like do that again. Obviously, you're in the freeze, that craziness, and he's like, okay, he he made a statement for sure. Yeah. These last two. Yeah, and gave Casey and Chase a, a pretty good run. Yeah, it was like twenty two twenty in the second. Mm. I was wondering if there'd be another freeze comeback, but oh. I guess oh, really? <laughs> I guess forty two serves against Hyden and Ricardo. Yeah. He he was out of them. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> and a long one with Jake and Tay. Yeah, that was gnarly. <laughs> Which to see you guys play Jake and Taylor in the quarterfinals was pretty wild. I was like, damn, this is too early for this match. I know it <laughs> should have been the finals, but. Yeah, we we got on them pretty fast, pretty, which was good because those guys are obviously a great team, and um, we had a little, it was a little revenge from them beating us in Atlanta too, um, but I mean, yeah, we 
we were, we played really well, and there was there wasn't any way we were going to lose that. Is you guys closing teams? You were talking about closing teams earlier, and Jake and Taylor is obviously a prime example. You guys were up eight two in Atlanta. Is that more of a mental or a physical thing? Because you guys obviously closed pretty well in Manhattan, whereas in Atlanta you kind of kept the door open uh, for I mean, a little too long. It's definitely not physical. It's not like our bodies fell apart. Maybe you got like tight passing not where you wanted. Uh oh right like technique um, right. No, it's probably. Uh, more, I mean, it depends what they're bringing. I, that no, day, yeah, right? I think with that team, it's like we know each other so well that there's no lead big enough that or that you're comfortable with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because um, I think even they had a you know a lead against us uh, in Manhattan in the second set, like five six to two or something. Um, so we know with that team, even Phil and Nick, like anybody can come back at any point in time, and we're not comfortable with any lead. Yeah. Um, so that that just makes it that much harder of a of a battle against those guys. Yeah. Well, it seems like whatever you learned in Atlanta paid off. <laughs> That's the key. Just learn. <laughs> yeah. And then now it's funny because each each tournament is like there's a whole different narrative, right? That you're going into it with. Atlanta, okay, clean slate. Who's gonna win the first right. AVP? And then you learn a bunch. You're like, okay, we gave away all of our leads and went to three every match, which we shouldn't have. Uh, and then, okay, we've spent a whole week working on that. Apply it in Manhattan. It works. We win it. Now the narrative's completely different. Like, what do we work on this week in practice yeah. to get to that level? You're trying to maintain and, like, break down, I guess, your wins. You know, I don't know. That's why you have a coach. Right. Um, and we'll, we'll get there. Um, we haven't watched film or anything yet, but it is kind of interesting how you have to Every tournament has such a different... And that's how it is in the world tour, like, yeah. throughout an entire season. You're, like, changing things in your head just to, like, work for that tournament and where you're at versus your partner and your coach and where right. you are in season and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. We learned. Now you're on the pier. Sure. And we'll keep... And we learn. And we learned that Trevor should only go golfing in the off-season. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, I'm good with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh. I was getting so good this last offseason, he was scared I was going to come come dip in on his high score. I just wanted to go take Creams' money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, tough one. But hey, cheers, Manhattan champs. Cheers, it's awesome. Boys. Congrats, cheers. boys. Trev, I know you got a dinner date with uh, with A Rob. Your guy, your partner. Yeah. Your partner, bro. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're scheming. Scheming. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll have to run the Sandcast crew. We'll have to run the Sandcast crew. Ooh, we, that could be a nice little exhibition match with some money on it. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm not scared of it. Maybe like a post Chicago pre Myrtle. Oh, yeah, a little exhibition match. Yeah. Charge, charge. I'm in for that. Entry. Actually no, it should be me. It should be me and you versus him and Adam. That'd to be get fun. Them ready for Myrtle. Oh, yeah. that's right. You guys need some Myrtle practice. There we go. Why are you dropping a Rob? Is this guy? You need to practice with your guy. Look at this sign. Oh, no. and Travis Mortar. We're freaking cut yeah. this in half. If you didn't have a wedding to go to this weekend, we could have been playing in. Uh, King of the court. Yeah, my whole right side of the body is does not want to play. <laughs> Did they invite any of the U.S. guys? 
They invited me and Adam. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. We were going to go, but I was like, if we actually want to play well in Chicago, like, we can't go back to Europe just <laughs> yeah. to come back. It's like, I'm done That's with so playing. Gnarly. And you're, like, playing a different sport, basically. Yeah. You know, fully. I mean, not that it'd be a bad idea playing against the best in the world, but... Right. Like, it would have been... It, it was basically ball, weighing, like, do I want to... Do I want to do successfully or have another experience? And I was like, right. I'm, I'm, my cup is running over with experiences yeah. right now, but we haven't played well in a while. That's <laughs> a good call. <laughs> like, maybe we should try to win something. <laughs> so it was, it was awesome that Wilco invited us, but I was like, dude, I like cannot get on one more plane to Europe Oh, right, dude, right I'm now. so glad I'm, I'm not going to Europe anymore. <laughs> yeah. Veronica was like telling him, I think she, she was talking to us like, oh, yeah, I haven't been to Europe. I really want to go. And Trevor's like, Oh, I'm so sick of it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we're so spoiled. Like, oh, the last thing I want to do is walk around a beautiful European town and have coffee on the street. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, me too. Like, free pit, free trip to Europe? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun life. Yeah. Well, uh, well, congrats again on the win. And uh, Trev, let you get to dinner. Manhattan champs. Well done, boys. Thank you. Thanks for me.